0: This again is Born Rotary. You may not be aware that at Born Rotary is a Twitter time for your merry enjoyment face. Hello. Born Rotary. Born Rotary. It's time to do some dialing.
1: Yep, hey, hey.
0: Uh yes, is this the home office of uh, Dave Karasik? Yes, it's Born Rotary. Uh, no no I don't have a password. Why would I need a password to place a call? Look, can you can you connect me or not? No, I don't think you understand. Look look, believe it or not, Frank told me to call. Yes. Yes, that Frank. Ah. Dave Karas, is there a password we should uh, we should work out for for calling you,
2: or typically just
0: uh, "Where's Dave"? Where's Dave? Yeah. So if I dialed and just said "Where's, where's Dave? Dave," yeah, and I would have got right through.
2: That's step one of the sequence. What's step two of the sequence? I would say Dave's not here. And then he, <laughs> what would I say? You would hang up. So you don't want me to. And then call back in three seconds. Three seconds. And then I would answer after the fourth ring. Okay, so just to backtrack. Yeah. Where's Dave? Right. You say Dave's
0: not here. Dave's not here. And then I hang up. And then I dial again.
2: After three seconds.
0: I wait three seconds and then dial. Yeah. Okay. And then on the fourth ring you pick up. I pick up. Okay, I, I want to point out that dialing your number is a challenge because it's a it's born rotary, and it's on a rotary phone, a real rotary phone.
2: Yeah At, i I'm not sure what the problem is
0: no it's not a it's not a big deal. It's not insurmountable, but it's not like
2: will you wait three seconds, and then because of that, it'll probably be like 12 by the time it rings.
0: Oh, so you're giving me the benefit of, of uh, buffer time for dialing.
2: Yes. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But don't hang up after four. So many people hang up after four.
0: After the fourth ring?
2: That's like the rule. You hang up after four.
0: I, I when I was first using the phone, I was told that the, you wait ten rings. Ten? Because if they're like in the shower, they have to like towel off a little bit. And a lot of people only had one phone in the whole house. So they had a long way to go to get there.
2: That's a lot. Ten?
0: Yeah, ten rings.
2: You're the kind of caller that I don't like. Because if I'm here and my phone's ringing, I'm like, uh, stop. Oh, stop. It'll stop after four. Oh, maybe six. Oh, it's this guy. It's this guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So let's set up some rules here. If you call me, right. You dial my number. I Mhm. And uh, the phone will ring
2: four times.
0: No, if I'm next to it, I'll pick it up. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I'm not next to it, wait 10 and then you can give up. And if I'm there, I'll answer. And there won't be this back and forth code thing. Okay.
2: That's a lot of time I'm holding a phone up to my face.
0: Think about it as uh, personal development, self-improvement. You know, you're
2: working those biceps. Just get an answering machine so I can hang up on it after four rings.
0: Are you happy to be on the show?
2: Yeah, I'm great. Okay, cool. good to be here. Good, good. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I'm good to be here. It's not good to be here. I'm good to be here.
0: It's it's well that you're in the studio with us today. So
2: my schedule is flexible for me to to be here. It's good to be here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I understand you are in, on a on a very tight schedule. You're in high demand with some volunteer opportunities in the community, and that's uh, admirable. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to get into it if you're ready to get into it. Yeah, yeah let's you get feel, into it. You feel warmed up? I think feel so. Feel Hot? Feel good?
2: Yeah. I feel good. I was singing to somebody in the elevator. Nice coming up. Uh, this is just between you and me, okay?
0: My neighbors are crazy. Really? They're really crazy. Like, all of them. Especially the dog owners, which is almost all of them. Anyway, let's not let that get out. That's between you and me. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's get into it. Yep. Let's do this. I'm your host, Tim Laputine, and this is Winds of Change from NPR National Potato Radio. On today's program, we talk with acclaimed author Barry Proudsmith about his new book, The Regrets of My Mother, The Shame of My Father. We hear from Brank Langdon about the environmental impacts of pet coke in central Wisconsin. And essayist Felicia Beecher discusses what it means to pray while on the prairie. First, author Barry Proudsmith was born into a unique family, By every definition, he was the lone normal member of a family who earned their living as traveling circus performers. Proudsmith went on to become an accountant with a wife and two kids and split level home in a subdivision. Barry, it's a pleasure to have you on the program today.
2: It's a pleasure to be here. Barry, you've had an interesting life. Well, the first part was. After getting a master's, it became pretty plain. For that matter, even getting my master's was not all that exciting. Uh, What what did you study for your master's? Business. And? That was it. A master's in business administration. Like I said, I'm the normal one. Your father was a circus strongman and your mother was a contortionist? Yes. Those are
0: facts. I see. What was life like on the road? Did you eat a lot of potatoes? Excuse me? What percentage of your
2: diet was uh, potato-based? I don't know. 6 6% We had them a few times a week, usually in a stew. Oh. In
0: 2012 per capita consumption was about uh, 116 pounds per person.
2: Interesting, I suppose. My dad could curl 80-pound barbells, he once. I'm sure the... I'm I'm sure uh, if you had
0: consumed more potatoes, Uh, You wouldn't have been such a shame to your father.
2: Whoa! Excuse me?
0: Turns out uh, one medium potato has 45% of your daily allowance for vitamin C. If you'd kept your health in check, you probably wouldn't
2: have been a burden to your parents. I was always healthy. What is this? My agent said I was going on NPR to talk about my book. This is NPR. National Potato Radio. I was told I could read a passage. The only person who regrets that is your mother. I did my best. (laughs) I always did my best.
0: (laughs) When we return, can soil contaminated by petroleum byproducts be rehabilitated in Wisconsin by planting more potatoes? Then the news.
1: Welcome to Fort Billingsworth, you sorry sack of nanny goats! This is the first day of basic training. I am going to turn you into the best fighting machine that our country's tax dollars can buy. We're going to turn that flab into hardened killing machines that also sometimes does humanitarian work when a congressional lackey gets a wild hair up his ass. Okay, Recruit, why do you think you're here? I am here to serve my country. Serve my country, what? Dinner? A nice quiche? I'm here to serve my country, sir! It looks like we have ourselves some kind of idiot savant here. Nicely done, Recruit. Now, Recruit, why do you think you're here?
2: My wife left me and I've got nowhere else to go.
1: Your wife left you what? A shopping list? Some light dusting around the house? My wife left me for another woman, sir? Well, you are a sore excuse for a marine, but you quickly learn. Now, what do we have here? Some kind of four-eyed goddamn genius? Why do you think you're here? Uh, addiction, sir? Well, that's just swell. Just super! What are you addicted to? The laudanum? Diet pills? You said sacks into huffing goddamned Mr. Clean? No, sir. I'm addicted to Facebook. Facebook? FACEBOOK?! That is the saddest addiction I've ever heard! Drop and give me 20! 20. Twenty what, sir? Likes? push Get your face on the ground and push your arms out! In fact, all you lizard lips fireplace jockeys, drop and give me 20! In this unit, we will not be using FACEBOOK! We will be using Twitter, and I don't give two fine pig farts if you like it or not. Now, three more with
2: just your thumbs! I don't think this is how we were going to win hearts and minds.
0: And that concludes the presentation of the safety features of the 727. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. We'll let you know when you can power up those personal electronics. After we reach cruising altitude, we'll come through the cabin with some light refreshment. Oh, man. Uh, those talks. I'm sorry? Uh, those those talks. I mean, they've started recording them, but I'm still pretty sure no one pays attention. Right, right. Are uh, you reading a medical journal there? Yes, I am. Are you some kind of doctor? <laughs> some kind. What, what do you mean? Are you, are you like a celebrity doctor? Like a plastic surgeon to the stars? You, you come up with that melon serum?
2: No, no, nothing like that. I'm just a pediatric surgeon. Oh, well, I guess that's something. It is, I guess. What do you do?
0: Oh, I run a chain of nightclubs that feature fully clothed exotic
2: dancers. Well, I guess that's something.
0: Oh, it is, it is. My-my partner and I feel that it's more respectable to the dancers if they're fully clothed. Ah. Ugh. Here we go. Well, yes, we're about to take off. No, that-that kid. Uh, Why do people take their kids on planes? Jeez, just-just get a sitter! Think about your fellow man!
2: Well, basically, it comes down to a cost-benefit analysis. The kid can ride on the lap for free. A sitter would cost several hundred dollars per day, probably. I suppose. You know something interesting about infants? You can toss them in a pool, and they'll swim. Oh, uh, never mind. Sorry to trouble you. No, 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 no. N- the
0: Nirvana album cover, n- Never Mind. Ah, yes, right. I-, I always thought that was Photoshop, like on a computer with Corel Draw or something. You're-, you're telling me that was real?
2: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, infants are amazing, to a point. To to a point? Sure. Think about this. You could toss them in a pool, but they'll only get to the surface so many times, and then they wear out, and... Oh. Uh, that's... that's terrible. That's why you're not supposed to swim unattended. But then hotels don't want to pay for lifeguards, because they would actually make their insurance go up, because they'd have to insure the lifeguard. <laughs> Strange world. Well... Why haven't doctors, you know, figured out how to make air travel easier on infants? Oh, that. Well, let's look at the situation. This is a pressurized aluminum tube traveling about 400 miles an hour. Imagine you were just born a few weeks ago. You were in a warm, dark, hot tub of your mother's placental fluid, getting fed through your belly button without ever having to take a shit. Now you are being forced to breathe on your own. Stale, recycled air. You're not sure if you're allergic to peanuts yet. You have nowhere to sit. You're hungry, but your mother is too shy to whip her food pumps out next to the overweight fella next to her. Ew. Shut your hole. Mothers are beautiful. Where would you be without yours?
0: Well, I wouldn't have gone to prison. Whatever.
2: Basically, this is a 227 seat torture device for children. You should be lucky you survived your first flight.
0: I didn't survive my first flight. I'm a ghost.
2: Uh, uh, buckle your seatbelts is, is going to, uh, uh, get a little sloppy.
0: And so is the baby.
2: Hey man, uh, thanks for having us over.
0: Yeah, sure thing, Eric.
2: Bill, I just want to let you know... I appreciate everything you've done.
0: Eric, it's fine, you know? Good food, good beer, good friends. I mean, who doesn't want that?
2: Terrorists, Bill. Bill? (laughs) Thank you for your service to this country.
0: Eric, I... Bring it in here, man. You're Uh you're welcome. But, I've never been military. I I just manage a barbecue joint.
2: Shhh, Bill. Food service... is still service. You're so warm.
0: Ah, welcome to Computron Data Services, LLC. My name, as is clearly printed with our brother label maker, available for 6350, is Robert. How can I help you today, sir?
2: Oh, Robert, I really need some help. I think my hard drive failed. And it's the only drive I have with the pictures of my dog, Bowser. He was such a good dog. He's gone now.
0: <laughs> you have to help me get the pictures back. Oh, no, that's, that's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. About both your dog and your hard drive. I've been there, man. And I promised myself I'd never be there again. That's why I opened the store. What makes you think the uh, hard drive is defective?
2: When I plug it in And try to bring it up It whirs a bit You know And then it click And
1: then it whir And then it click And it whir It click, click click a click, ga-chunk click, click. Ga-chunk Ga-chunk Whoa Whoa, Whoa. What, what, What's the gachunk
2: chunk noise? It's like screws are stuck in there or something You have to help
0: Oh, okay, okay I'm just going to take it in back and and
2: power it up. That was fast. I hope it's good news.
0: Excuse me? What was fast?
2: I I, I thought you were running a diagnostic on my hard drive.
0: Not me. Do do you have the hard drive with you? No, I just gave it to you. Uh, You certainly did not. We at Computron Data Services, LLC, take our jobs very seriously. I would never lie to a customer. At least... I promised myself I'd never go down that road again.
2: So, what seems to be the trouble, sir? Uh, that noise, that noise that sounds like my hard drive.
0: Oh, I see, I I think I know what the problem is. Ah, Robert. Yes, Robert, I see you met. Actually, I'm sorry, I, I didn't get your name, sir. Uh,
2: Eric, er- Eric Barstool.
0: Ah, good, Eric, Mr. Barstool. It turns out that I can't get your drive to mount on our system. Do you have a backup? Yes, a backup. Do you have a backup?
2: No, I I don't.
1: Well, what I'm
0: going to propose will be rather costly. It is what we do here at Computron Data Services, LLC. We are professionals who go the extra mile. We will be able to remove the platters from your drive and extract the data.
2: Oh, great.
0: I think we need to do this for Bowser. Uh, Bowser? His dog. Is Bowser? Yes. Not his wife. No. Fortunately, he doesn't have to go down that road. Fortunately. The process of opening the drive casing and removing the platters is challenging. But the most costly part is being able to gather the images off the platters afterwards. We then back up your data. Which, if you'd done, and I don't mean to chastise from the beginning, you wouldn't be in this difficult situation.
2: I know. I know. But those photos of Bowser...
0: Your dog, not your wife.
2: No, I'm not married. Hmm, interesting. What? Look, Bowser is very important.
0: Yes, I understand. I understand. I'm going to write a figure on this paper, and this is what it will cost. Yes. I'll pay it. Good. There's more. A bit more. After we pull your photos from the platters, we will back Back them them up up for you.
2: That's great.
0: Yes, because they are backed up, you will never know this pain again. There will always be a copy somewhere for you. Or your heirs.
2: My heirs? Yes.
0: After we collect and validate the data from your disk, we duplicate the validated data on survivable media. And then to the cloud. The cloud. At that point, you have three copies. One. Two. Cloud. Three. But we don't stop there. Not there. At that point, we reduplicate each duplicate we've made. You can never have too many. We won't go down that road again.
2: Okay, but that sounds kind of redundant. Redundancy is the key to data survivability. And the motto here
0: at Computron Data Services LLC is
1: Redundant, redundant as fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
0: It is the only way to ensure data integrity. After we duplicate your data, we take each disk we've made and duplicate it again. And after we duplicate your data on a disk, we take each disk we've made and duplicate it again.
2: Look, I'm not sure if this is for me. What's going on, Eric? Erica? I told you to wait in the car. Just because we're fraternal twins, Eric, doesn't mean that I'm a second class citizen. I went shoe shopping. Twins? Twins? Erica, I was trying to get the pictures of Bowser off the drive. Oh, that's sweet. Twins? Twins?
0: That's redundant as fuck. As fuck all. What? Uh, that was some damn fine work, Dave.
2: That was good. It's that been a pleasure. I'm,
0: I'm glad we could work this out.
2: Yeah. Me too. It was a little bumpy at the start. There, I think it was. I just don't know why you had me take my clothes off because there's no camera. I just feel like when
0: when uh, a performer is nude, yeah, that's when they are their most vulnerable and their characters are the most real.
2: Yeah, you can put you can put your shirt back on. Are you gonna get naked though? Because you didn't. I. Uh, you didn't have own. you,
0: you see, this is this is one of the problems with our, our production schedule is that we release a full episode every other Thursday, and so we've recorded a few that haven't been released yet. So I don't blame you for not hearing them. But if you when you go and listen and tell all your friends li- to listen, yeah. uh, they'll find out that I am a writer first and not a performer first. So that's why I didn't take off my clothes
2: because I'm a writer. Oh, are you gonna let. Are you gonna let John take the ball gag out? It's the only way that keeps him from laughing
0: while recording, and that that is a choice that he made. Oh. He made that choice because he doesn't he doesn't want to affect the audio going in. Like the way our studio is set up, with you know, with our limited budget of none, right. uh, you know, we can't put him in his own booth where he could lose his shit, which is the technical comedy term for how hard he laughs sometimes. He Uh-oh. loses his shit. So the ball gag keeps him quiet. You may hear interwoven in some of the sketches kind of like a,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because, because he's losing his shit through his nose. Oh, Metaphorically, not real shit coming out of his nose.
2: Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that would be okay. Gross. That would be gross. I just wanted to make sure he's treated right.
1: I think the video is a little a little a
2: You know, one of the first rules of comedy is if you mention somebody, they need to show up. Can I can I give them a call real quick?
0: Yeah, no, if you wanna okay, if you wanna you dial, go. yeah, go go for it. Oh my god, this thing is ancient. This is probably a first too. I don't think anyone has ever
2: dialed other than me. Like You're Um, it's a great thing about these phones, if you forget their name, just, or their number, just spell their name. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's ringing. Hello? Oh, John. Hey, John Lawson.
2: Great. John, uh, it's Dave.
1: Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hey, man, uh, hear you on that, uh, uh, ball rotary?
2: Yeah. Uh yeah. Are we gonna actually release this?
1: I don't know, mate. We're gonna see how the residual pan out isn't day. I gotta hit back in the courtroom, mate. Y'all on my case about something.
2: Hey, I don't wanna I don't wanna tie you up. I appreciate though. I'm probably gonna need you later on today though.
1: That hind day that Boy, Lohey I got your number.
2: Great. Hey, kick butt.
1: Thank you my appreciate that. Gold the...
2: Was hey. he was he there? Yeah, he was there. He, oh, cool. Cool. Uh, we're just gonna talk later. That was weird. We'll just talk later. Oh, okay, cool. Born yeah. Rotary.
0: Well, uh, we've done it again. Uh, We've created another masterfully engineered uh, audio engagement, I'll call it. Uh, Masterful audio was captured masterfully and completely by one John Monteverdi, who completely mastered the art thereof. He co-produces us. He puts up with us. I think he loves us. Oh, John just informed me that we were running long, so uh, uh, sorry about that. I guess he's going to take care of it in post. Uh, Our featured player was Dave Karasek, who appears here because of Frank. Thanks, Frank. Thanks a lot, Frank. If you're listening to this, we need to have a Frank discussion. A lot of the comedy here has been written months ago, and that's okay. What's not okay, and frankly, kind of weird, is how untimely the sketches have become. Mardi Gras was several months after Easter. Really? I I mean, come on, guys. Well, I'm dropping this news because it's hot. If you're listening to this, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, there is a webpage. Maybe even a whole site. If there isn't, I'm ashamed. Horribly ashamed. You can visit us, BornRotary.com, for all your born rotary needs. We still have uh, Twitter because it's the MySpace of the future. At born Rotary. This was recorded April 19th in Chicago, the unofficial capital of the Central Time Zone.